So my story is um about my friend, uh, let's just name him Tom. So Tom and I we've been friends for a really long time, and during that time, I really didn't do a good job of like keeping in touch, like keeping in contact and seeing how he's doing and those kind of things. Um, I was just like never really like thought that was like that important. Knowing you, James, and kind of like assuming who, I know who you're talking about, Tom. Well, I, <laughs> I from what I know about who I think Tom is. Wait, Lychee, how do you how do you know Tom? And I don't know Tom. Do you not know who Tom is? <laughs> Who's Tom? <laughs> Wait, Vin, there's no way you don't know who friends. I'm talking about. Actually, I I might know who Tom is. James, have I met Tom? No. Oh, okay, well I then think, I'm thinking of someone else. I think she's met Tom. Oh, she has. She has. Oh, then I, then I, know. I think it's really like courageous of Tom to yeah. like express their needs because I think that's a common thing nowadays that people don't know how to express that they need help or they need something from someone. Lychee, do you want to share your memory? Thinking and their logic of how they got to where they got versus how I got where I got in the story. Oh god! Gotcha. Other situation. Sounds like a very complicated process. Yeah. Ha- have I met? <laughs> have I met this Tom? <laughs> you are the Tom. No, I'm just. Well, I, I am the Tom. Uh, you're looking at him. <laughs> I'm looking at both the Toms, not just. Oh, you have two Toms. <laughs> you got two Toms. I think everyone has a piece of the pie. Like same thing with me. Same thing with you, Lychee. Same thing with, like, other people. Same thing with Tom. You know, Tom out there, he has his flaws, too, you know? Like, I'm just no, saying. I'm not that does. I'm just kidding. Tom's our fourth guest tonight. <laughs> My memory with this one is actually kind of similar. It's, like, it, it's with perspective and things like that. But it's more with uh, the past girls I dated. Let's just say her name is Tom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you dated our toms, bro. <laughs> yeah, let's just say, you know, let's just say yeah, her, her name was Dylan. A time when we were criticized. Hi, welcome to the Memory Club podcast. We're like a book club, but we share our memories instead. I'm Vith. And my name is James. So today we have another guest for our episode. Welcome, Lychee. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Lychee. Thanks for having me. Okay. It's always uh, always a fun time when we have a guest, you know, adds another perspective, adds a new energy, like a kind of vibe, whatever that the guest brings, you know? Yeah. And then also... Fun fact, Lychee was one of our guest speakers, secret guest speakers, because she helped us, oh, like, yeah, yeah. test things out. Um, she was. So she was pretty much one of the first guest speakers. But, you know, yep, it was yep. just testing. But now it's the real deal. We came up with uh, the name together slightly. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> true. Real. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she can true. have some of the credit, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, I don't want the credit. I wanted something else. <laughs> Oh, what do you I'm want? just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, I wanted the pink sweater. What was it? 
Pink Sweater Podcast. Podcast. Oh, okay. Pink Sweater Podcast. Yes. Well, well, Crystal, Crystal, one of our other friends said it, but anyway, both good names. Yeah. Both good names. Because he and I wear, uh, we have a exact same, uh, pink sweater dad. Yes. <laughs> that we, um, have in our <laughs> closet, but yeah. Maybe one, one episode, we should do an episode where we're both wearing it. Oh, right. that would be nice. Another, another episode, we're going to do pink sweater. We're going to do sweater. It. Yeah. Okay. Do you right, want so to... Today's TMI. Yeah, go ahead. So today's TMI is a... It's like a, it's like a, like a food that like a lot of people like, but that you don't particularly like. Yeah. Um, how about you, Vid? What about you? Uh, so this is gonna be very controversial. Um, <laughs> so I'm not really, okay, it's not that hated. No, 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 it's, just full it's sand. more, it's more, yeah, no, 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 it's sand, more, dude. it's more, it's more that I, you know, Don't I'm, defend not, yourself. I'm not like a huge fan of it. Maybe, okay, okay, I'll just say it. I just, I'm not a big fan of like Korean food as well. It's like, okay, if I were to choose, if I were to choose, okay. <laughs> See, I already knew the backlash comment. This guy, like, does, does this guy know I'm Korean or what? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, it's just like, if I were to choose like cuisine, I feel like a lot of other cuisines would go on top. That's, that's, that's the thing for me, you know? So, yeah. What about it do you not like? Just, uh, pretty much, maybe it's just like, okay, like if I want noodles, I'll probably get like Vietnamese noodles or like other types oh, of noodles, okay. you know what I'm talking about? And yeah, I, I just, I feel like that's, there's a, another dish what I about like. Soup? Oh, okay. That's, that's one thing I actually, <laughs> I dislike that people like a lot. I don't like oh, tofu soup. Oh, it was the tofu soup. Yeah, it's the tofu soup. <laughs> For me, because I, I I just don't like. Uh, I think the only thing I like tofu is like if it's fried or like you know, like if it's fried oh, okay. and it's crispy. That's the only way I like eat tofu. But any other aspects is I don't know. It's a little. It's a little miss for me, but. Mm. But maybe I need to explore other like Korean dishes, you know. And I'll probably like more of that. But I do like certain other... It's too late. It's too late to save yourself. Right. Man. It's too late. This guy <laughs> hates <laughs> Korean food. This guy hates Korean food. All my Koreans out there, dude. <laughs> Hit me up shoot on my DM, DM right now. Alright, so shoot him a DM. You shoot hate my him. DM right now. Give him a DM. Say that. It's just not a real Asian if he doesn't like tofu soup. Like, to be honest. That's just shameful. Uh, I don't know. Do you guys like it that much? Or how do you guys feel you about tofu soup? I love it, dude. <laughs> you like, like it that much? Whenever my mom makes it, dude, like, I'm like overeating because like, that shit is so good. Mm. Wait, do they not have that much tofu in Vietnamese food? Is that what it is? Uh, no, my mom actually uses tofu a lot. So, oh. yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Mm. Okay. See. What about Never you? asking Vit for food recommendations. Yeah. Yeah, you. you <laughs> I'm just kidding. What about you, Lychee? For me, it's like similar to Vit, where it's an actual full on ethnicity of cuisine, and I don't like Mediterranean food personally. I <sighs> uh, see. Uh, I think DMs, DMs going Lychee's DMs right now. <laughs> Inferior I, I, palettes. 
The overall like a uh, flavor palette of Mediterranean food is just not to my taste. And I really don't like onions. So I feel like they use onions a lot. Just and like just like, I'm not a really big falafel person though. I've tried it several times and like some of their like dips, like the sauces, it's just not my palate. So uh, mm. yeah, the only thing I like is the Euro meat pretty much, honestly. And rice. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm disappointed in both of you. <laughs> oh, I love I love both of those uh, cuisines. Um, but for me, um, it's not a cuisine. It's a it's like a specific food. I really don't like pickles. So like, mm. um, I that's why I like whenever I get pickles on a any like a hamburger sandwich anything, like I take them out. I hate them. Um, which is weird, which is weird because like Koreans eat pickled food all the time. Like kimchi is technically pickled food. So like, I don't know why, but I don't like pickles. It's too, it's too salty and too sour. I think that's what I don't like the flavors. Couldn't people say the exact same thing about kimchi? Exactly. So I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I grew up eating it. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah, Mm. I can see that. I like pickles and burgers. I think you're missing out. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a, a good, good add-on. Do you not like like... It's overpowering. You don't like other pickled things? It's just cucumbers? Pickled? Uh, I don't know if I've tried other pickled food. What about or like, have you guys Have you guys had those like a uh, pickled radish? Like the one yeah. that comes with like a Korean fried chickens? Mm. I love pickled radish. Yeah, those are good. But it's oh. weird because that shit is also like really salty and sweet and sour. So I don't know. <laughs> shit, like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about just regular pickles. Maybe, maybe it's the, the texture. Maybe it's the cucumber. Maybe it's the cucumber. Maybe the way. No, it's, I don't know. Do you I like Korean so. pickled cucumbers? I do. What, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's just the American pickles. I'm, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Do you like sauerkraut? Sauerkraut. I never tried them. Oh, okay. You might not like it. Yeah. Nice. nice. Uh, maybe I only like pickled Asian food. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. That's good. That's good. You want to get on to our topic of the week? So, yeah. The reason why we're doing pretty much this, uh, we have this theme for this week. And you want to introduce yeah, yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, before I introduce the topic, is the reason like normally when we do our TMI is like a, something like our favorite or like our our something that we like, right? But mm-hmm. this time we wanted to start out like negative, like something we dislike and talk, you know, start talking shit. Um, <laughs> because our topic this week, <laughs> our topic this time is gonna be like a time when we were criticized, right? It's like um, when we um, like were criticized in our life and we had to like make adjustments mm-hmm. um, how did you guys interpret this for me i chose something i chose i chose something like a uh, criticism that people constantly told me and that i i kind of took um and it kind of like surprised me that's that's how I chose my memory. Mm. What about you, Leji? 
For me, uh, I think I made kind of a looser definition of the theme in terms of thinking of something that had a very big impact on me for perspective shift. Mm -hmm. So I chose something kind of like over a lot of instances that made me like realize things about myself um, that changed like my perspective and reality. Okay. Okay. What about you, James? Um, I chose a topic that had a big impact on me um, with my relationship with my friend. Um, like, um, it, it's something that I still kind of try to work on and something that, uh, like, something because I was like, I was aware of it, but then I was never thinking, like, it was that big of a deal. And then, like, he, like, when they criticized me for it, I was like, okay, I'll try to make adjustment and try to fix that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Okay. So why don't I, I'll start us off, okay? I'll start us off with my story. So my story <laughs> is um, about my friend. Uh, let's just name him Tom. So Tom and I, we've been friends for a really long time. Um, and he's like one of my closest friends, right? And I, like we've been friends since um, high school and we didn't really like, we didn't, we went to the same high school, but then uh, we went, we went to college. We kind of went to like a college that's like near each other. So we live fairly close to each other. So we saw each other pretty often, right? But then eventually he moved from West Coast to East Coast, right? So we have a long distance and we don't really keep in, like, we don't really see each other that much anymore. Um, and during that time, I really didn't do a good job of, like, keeping in touch, like, keeping in contact and seeing how he's doing and those kind of things. Um, I was just, like, never really, like, thought that was, like, that important. And because I think partially most of my other friends are not like that. I think most of my other friends are kind of very, like, hands-off. They're, they're just like, I see you when I see you and those kind of things. Um, mm-hmm. There's no, like, reason to, like, oh, like, just occasionally just checking in on them. It's like, oh, how are you doing? How you been? What have you been up to? Those kind of things. Um, so, like, the only time, like, I really, like, send them a message or something like that would be, like, oh, happy birthday or happy new year, Merry Christmas, those kind of things only, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, like, I think... One time he like brought it up to me when we were talking. He's like, oh, like, I feel like, um, you don't really, um, you don't really, like, care about this friendship. You don't, like, really care, like, about what I'm doing, what I've been up to, and, like, how, like, difficult it is to, like, move for me to move to, like, a place where I don't know anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, and, like, when he told me those things, like, my initial thought, my initial thought was, like, dude, why is this guy being so needy? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, being a baby. Yeah. Um and I I didn't make a big deal out of it because I thought he also was like saying it, but then like he wasn't also like um I didn't know it was that big of an issue for him. Like I I still didn't catch catch in like catch it, you know, like catch on to that he was like really like hurt by this. So like I just tried to brush it off. I'm like, dude, like what are we in a relationship? Like, dude, you know, like it's you know like it's like one of those like um almost like a toxic masculinity thing where I didn't <laughs> um I didn't like. I didn't really acknowledge it, and then he got really mad because like, what do you mean, like a relationship? And he like got really mad, and we had a fight. And I told him like, you know, like, like, like we'll talk about it another time when we're a little bit calmer, right? So, um, 
you know, once we were calmer, I was like saying these these things, and it was like, and then I was like, okay, like I understand, like I realized that like I really need to do a better job of like keeping in touch to know what's going on in his life, because as a friend, you do you should know what's like. Like what you should keep in touch with your friend to see what's going on in their life and how they're doing and those kind of things regularly. Um, so ever since then, I think I do try to put in more effort, especially with him. I think it also has to be depending on person to person. Like some people are okay just not keeping in touch on a regular and still be cool as a friend, but I think some people you should definitely do like a lot more, um, like just. That's just the way of them expressing friendship, and I realized I gotta express that too, you know, because they do that to me, and like I have to do that. So that's something I try to keep in back of my mind with like um, any like long-standing friendship that I have now. I try to like keep in touch with them by saying like, "Oh, like how are you doing? What have you been up to?" Especially friendships that I want to maintain. Yeah. What? About what? Have you guys had any situations like that before? Well. I guess so. Certain certain people, I think certain people just need certain. I like have certain needs, and it, I think it was pretty like courageous of him to express feelings like that because it kind of could come off as, you know, emotional and like like I would predict like a reaction like what you gave him. <laughs> to a lot of people like a lot of guys you know because they're like oh yeah they don't they don't really know how to react to a yeah a lot of guys like are gonna be like dude like you know like a lot of guys are gonna be like this uh oh dude what, what, what do you mean like like it's like it's like a it's like a toxic masculinity thing i think that's what it is Ooh. wow that's really interesting because i feel like for girls it would be the opposite almost where it's like if my friend reached out to me and said like hey i'm hurt that you don't you know, take the time to nurture a relationship after I left, I would immediately take that as a serious thing. Like I, I, maybe it's a difference of girls and guys in this perspective and maybe like guys that you guys talk to, but definitely that would be like immediately something that we discuss seriously. So I, I'm surprised to hear that guys would tend to react more like, wow, what are you doing? Kind of a thing. So I think, I think it's not that guy, I think guys would initially try to brush it up as a joke Play it off. first i think so yeah kind of like part of guy language to be like kind of like a part little of bit like language. keep things light like hey like you don't i don't want to hurt your feelings but like come on man like kind of a thing yeah, but also like- knowing you james and kind of like assuming who i know who you're talking about tom well i <laughs> i from what i know about who i think tom is it's someone that you care about a lot and you're close friends with and you know i'm I'm assuming before they moved you guys had a pretty good like one-on-one sort of intimacy to your relationship so you would kind of expect that to continue when you leave right and sort of for that that um to exist to keep your bonds but i understand what you're saying like a lot of your friends don't do that but it's just like if you know for that person and for someone that i know for you is a close friend i would assume you would have kind of a different relationship right or (laughs) yeah it just depends on the friendship to friendship um it's like it just depends on the friends to friends. Um, like with some people, like I know that they don't they don't care as much to keep in touch as long. Like it's it's not. Yeah, I don't take it personally. Part like if they don't reach out to me and they're like, "Oh, how are you doing?" or check up on me. Um, but that's just me, you know. 
That's mm. like, and I know some people are like that. So like mm. with those people, I just kind of my uh, match the vibe, and then with other people, I match like their vibe. You know, so it's just I think you just gotta be a like a flexible with your personality. Like I feel like you shouldn't be like, well, my personality is like this. So you gotta adjust to like I feel like it's okay for you to be understanding and empathetic and be flexible, you know. So Wait, it sounds like it was you. your first LDR, and you paid the yeah, consequences of not being a good boyfriend, basically. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, you're making a relationship joke too. Listen, I'm making a joke, but on it, like because yeah. the way it's being framed. But honestly, I for girls, mm. I do think like if your female friend move, I mean, it doesn't have to be a guy versus girl thing. But in my experience, if I had like someone I was very close to and they moved, I would try to make an effort to you know, keep in touch to know how they're doing and that we still have that heart to heart sort of knowledge. Mm -hmm. But I do understand because I have high school friends and we know each other like in a sense, like the back of our hands, but we like see each other once a year and we barely communicate. But every time we see each other, it's just like it was, but it's true. I don't ask them like, how are you doing emotionally, et cetera, et cetera. So I could also see your point of view where it's like you assumed like you guys were good, but from his point of view, he was very lost and he needed you and he didn't know how to express that so it's like yeah, yeah. A more of that sort of a thing so wait lychee how do you how do you know tom and i don't know tom do you not know who tom is <laughs> who's tom <laughs> wait, Vin, there's no way you don't know who i'm talking about actually i i might know who tom is but i don't know wait am i wrong james on who tom is <laughs> wait how do you know who tom is all right, I, tom, like I just want to let you know tom oh it's not good, who I'm, I'm thinking of then good job Expressing well, do I needs. know Tom, James? Have I, James? Have I met Tom? No. Oh, okay. Well, I then think, I'm thinking of someone else. I think she's met Tom. Oh, she has. She has. Oh, then I, then I know who it is. Yeah, you met it. Then, then shame on you, James. Then shame on you. You met it. You met it. She's met Tom. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. Listen, I've introduced Tom to her. <laughs> You tell me, you tell me that you got some besties. I expect for that you're nurturing your relationships, my man. <laughs> no, but for real, back to the topic. I think it's really like courageous of Tom to yeah. like express their needs because I think that's a common thing nowadays that people don't know how to express that they need help or they need something from someone. Like I feel mm -hmm. like at least like with my experience in my life, I feel like most people are like social beings in the sense that we're interconnected and we need things from other people. We need, you know, certain things. So sometimes people just want to come off as like independent and not needy and not, you know, but in reality, that's not the case where we need things. And it's tough to come to someone and say like, I need this from you. And that I think yeah. that's really good of Tom to do. That's very true. Yeah. That's very and it's true. good of James to reflect on that and kind of like move forward with that in mind. And also yeah. to listen to him and try to, you know, kind of compromise on the relationship in a sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Lychee, don't you have a similar kind of criticism? I, I have a Tom... And I nurture my Tom, so I don't know what to tell you guys. <laughs> oh my god. 
But I, I understand there's some differences because like, once again, I have high school friends and we know each other so well, but we like barely ever communicate. But I, it, there's the difference is like, you know, the level, it, all relationships are different. And I am happy that they reached out to you. It probably was part partially also from their point of view, they were struggling a lot and they needed you, but they maybe didn't express it at, for a while and maybe almost at some points probably didn't realize how much they needed you. And so when they finally came to you, they're like, Hey, I, you know, didn't get your emotional support and you didn't ask me. So it's kind of like these pent up feelings after a long time. And you're, and it's almost like out of nowhere for you because you hadn't heard anything. So you're like, Oh, like, why are you, you know, like being, you know, so emotional right now over this, you know, out of nowhere, kind of a serious subject. So it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. But you were talking about your experiences too. Do you want to share your memory? And does it relate to kind of like James's memory? Um, I think it, I think the relation is definitely having in yes and having a perspective shift and trying to incorporate that in kind of like how my, my future sort of like thinking and considerations when I have interactions. And it, it is uh, related in terms of like really, and everyone goes through this in life. It's like every kind of relationship you build in any sort of way, you learn something from that existing relationship and social connections. And so it, I guess like formatting it in our theme, it, it's kind of like a collective, um, collective, collective moments. But in the past few years, I've met a lot of people who think very differently than I do and have like a different way of expressing themselves and just overall thought process. We're all very different people. And so we've talked a lot. And through that, we, you know, a lot of those differences come up in conversation a lot. Um, and I think the instances I go back to in referencing um, what I learned is there were there was there were moments and I'll, I'll just specify I guess on one particular is like uh, you know a few years ago I had interactions with a friend where I felt over time things that they said to me or implied were hurtful and it just built up over time that they were they could be seen as like criticisms or just a, a completely different way of thinking and also pointing out how they saw me to me than how I saw myself. And over time, this was like, you know, it, it was like in my heart for someone I talked to a lot. And so when I finally uh, confronted them about it and like talking about like how I felt from the things they said to me, they had a completely different perception of what had happened in the past. And um, there was just a lot that came from it where when I didn't say anything and kind of similar to Tom, it, it did build up a lot. And I had a narrative, my narrative about the situation and what they did and what they said and how that impacted me and what that was implying from my point of view and a lot of internalized kind of perception. And once I confronted them, I realized that it was a very good reminder and a very kind of like pull pulling you out of yourself of um, objectivity of experiences versus your own narrative and experience and how those two things truly are separate things. And it does come down to like, you know, those kind of like old standard sayings where it's like, there's always two sides to the story and there's also the truth. So I do 
a lot of instances like that and a lot of reflecting on these moments um, really has put more of that concept into my mind of trying to be more objective when there are situations that I get emotional about and try to see both sides of situations mm. and try to consider the pot, the devil's advocate or the possible other side to the perspective that I'm not seeing and try <laughs> to evaluate that, especially when it's something I'm very emotional about or reactive towards and consider these things and evaluate what, what their side could be, what my side could be, and the balance between the two, and also help me like kind of separate m- myself from my thoughts and remind myself that I'm not my thoughts and I'm not this narrative. And also another interesting thing is like over time, your perception of your past experiences, your opinion on what happened and the story that you tell in your head changes. And, you know, if I look back at certain situations, I could have a different point of view about it in three years that, than mm. what I had today or had last year. So, so, uh-huh. so how are you bridging the gap between like their perspective and your perspective? Uh, I don't know. I guess I would be curious what you guys do. For me, it's a lot of like personal deliberation over my point <laughs> of view, what values it's it's uh, triggering for me and like where they're coming from. And honestly, like the best way has to been to analyze it with the person involved and Mm -hmm. see and follow their uh, thinking and their logic of how they got to where they got versus how I got where I got in the story of a situation. Sounds like a very complicated process. (laughs) Have I met this Tom? You are the Tom, not just. Well, I, I am the Tom. Uh, you're looking at him. I'm looking at both the Toms, not just. Oh, you have two Toms. You got two Toms. Hey, okay. uh, I mean, I, I had to focus a on a really specific person to explain better in my head what I was trying to say. So it's not it's not really one Tom, but I'm focusing on one Tom. And, oh, gotcha. Yeah. It's a myriad of Toms. Okay. James chose the most basic name. <laughs> and we're all suffering the consequences. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the first name that came up in my head. Wait, so James, <laughs> but- have you have you kind of dealt with this situation? Like similar to Lychee where your perspective is like totally different from another person's perspective? <clears throat> um yeah, so I think it depends. I think if that perspective thing is something that's like so critically core values of mine and it's like opposite of me and to a point where like i just disrespect you as a person then for me then i'm just like that is you like i have zero problem just kicking you out of my life like i don't need you in my life um other than that then i would always try to either convince them or just kind of accept i think i've learned to accept them as they are like um, I think back in the days when I was younger, I wanted to convince people like, no, you have to see this way. I don't know why you don't see it this way. This, no way. This, it's, it's this. It's this. You know, it's like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and I tried really hard to do that. But, um, I think I realized this. Like, you, I still do that, but I think I, before I would never give up, but now I'm just like, okay, well, this person will never see it that way. Just because, they have their own worldview. They have their own upbringing. Um, 
you know, even their their view is inferior. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, is he uh, though? It, it, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, modem up, Chris. Time to tell I'm kidding. kidding. I'm kidding. No. Um, so like you know, it's it's. I, I just see that they have different view. Um, I think you can coexist, or even if you have different views. Um, but I think there. It, it, I think okay. I think there is though. I think there is. A barrier to your friendship if you guys don't see eye to eye in a lot of different things. You know, like you understand that they don't see the same things, but obviously if you don't see things eye to eye, it's hard for you to get as close to someone that sees eye to eye with you. Mm. And yeah, I don't know if that's it. just like a herd mentality or I don't know what, I don't know if it's like a like toxic thing I should fix, but I think if you don't see eye to eye with somebody, you can you can learn to tolerate them, but I think it's hard for you to become like, um, it's hard and not impossible. It's hard for you to become super close with that person. I think it's a balance, right? And like everyone considers this when they like make friends and like how you kind of like figure out who you want to, to like be close to and nurture and you know, like who you want to be closer to, who you want to have more as a, for whatever component they are in your life. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Cause like for me, it's, it's still a balancing act. And I feel like I go back and forth and I'm still deliberating a lot on what that means to you, but it's kind of similar where it's like you have core values. And if it truly is something where you just don't agree ethically, morally with their point of view, that's like, you know, kind of a standstill and that will affect your relationship. But you know, there are a lot of things, unfortunately, that can be negotiated. So it's hard to, at least for me, make a decision. And it's more about, like, this is why it's this complex process of me and them kind of both dissecting our point of view. Mm. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. What do you think, Fit, about this? Uh, and do you relate in any way? Uh, I do. But I think it's uh, certain certain type of people where they're, I guess, very adamant on a certain perspective. But James, I, you know, like how you said, like, oh, you want other people to see your perspective. Isn't there the other side where, you know, they want you to see their their perspective? So, like, you guys aren't seeing each other's perspective, really? If you guys are trying uh, to convince. I think it's a... No, but the thing is, it's... Okay. <sighs> okay. I'm gonna... Well, when, okay. It's not that I don't understand their perspective. Mm. It's that I don't believe their perspective. You know, it's like... It's not that I don't understand where what they're saying or what they're coming from, but a lot of the times when I have those arguments about these things with people, it's like I'm trying to argue about your belief um, system. Yeah, so like their belief system and why it may be, in my perspective, different or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, uh, but I, I've noticed a lot of times when the argument happens is more like like I don't know it's it's hard to have them change that you know like it's mm. just that's that person's core beliefs and um, gotcha. but on the flip side aren't you exactly the same yeah Where, exactly yeah. exactly yeah exactly mm. that's why that's why I think it's only fair to think that that person 
But I think it doesn't hurt to try to change their mind because yeah. some people are better than me and they're like more open-minded and they're willing to change. <laughs> so I mean, I, I think you can for sure, James. And it really depends on the subject and everyone. I has. think it depends on the subject. I think there are certain things that, yeah, of course, yeah, like, like, uh, like, like the food thing on our TMI, you know, like even no, though no, no, you guys not don't like Mediterranean man. and you guys don't like Korean. No, don't know. use that as an example. I don't care uh, if you don't like pickles, James. Then don't eat uh, them. You know, so it's like, um, <laughs> but I think, okay, I think it depends. Um, it depends. Yeah, it really is a uh, case by case. There, because there are certain things that, okay, like, okay, because every friend that you guys have, wouldn't you say there is like a, some kind of like flaw that they have and it may bug you or you kind of like be like, oh, this person has this flaw. But then you're like overlook them because they're your friend, mm. right? But is a flaw the same thing as different beliefs and values? You can't. What if the but what if their belief is stemmed from this flaw? You know what I mean? You know. Do you have so that so when that happens, then I'm just like, yo, like, do you do you have your a perspective is coming from this flaw? You know. What 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 example can you think of for that? Let me think of an example. Okay, let's see. Let's say uh. Uh, I'll, I use, uh, okay, something like I'll use me as an example, right? Like me, um, like I'm a, like a very free will and like, like not as, like not so much like organization and like, um, schedule and like those kind of personality. So, um, there are times where I need to get things done and like, I'm not as organized about those kind of things, right? So, mm-hmm let's say I have that flaw in me, right? I have that flaw of like being very disorganized, right? And and then I tell you about a perspective or like a view or belief that like, oh, like every single project should be done with uh, like just free will and just like free flow of energy, right? Then like you might disagree with it and tell me like, yo, James, like, you know, that's not the best idea sometimes. But I'm just like, no, 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 dude. Like that's just me. That's my, you know. So like then you want to kind of, Tell them you try to you want to try to convince them because you're a friend, right? But then you also accept them for who they are. You know what I mean? It's kind of like those kind of things. Like so, yeah. So like you know, so if you see someone showing certain perspectives or core belief, and you see that it comes from like a like a like a flaw state or like a, from like a maybe trauma or different things, you know, mm-hmm. then I feel like if you see that it's hard to not try to convince them, but then you also accept them for who they are. You know what, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm. I, I think in this example, mm, I see what, what you're saying, like a base at the base, but then I guess I come to this place where I'm similar to you, where like, I'm not definitely not organized. I'm definitely more free flow, free will, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not a flaw that you are not organized the same way as the other person. You just are a different person with a different way of doing things. And so to say that it's a flaw is already like, to me, that's already part of the statement where I would be like, but it's not a flaw. No, no, I it's a see flaw. They... It, has its, it has its cons, right? So it has, it's flaw is that there are things when I need to get certain things done. And mm. I think it's okay. Here's my perspective on certain, it's it's my belief on something. Um, I think a lot of people believe that because I think we kind of live in a generation where people want to be accepting, right? Like 
we're in a in an era of I feel like where everybody wants to be so accepting of others, right? And I think it's great. Um, I think we definitely live in like before past where it's like so repressed those kind of things. You know, like I feel like um, I don't want to get political here, but I like I feel like a lot of people were like like you know like I feel like um were repressed to express themselves and now i think right it's more like you were willing to accept people for who they are it's great but i think we need to have a perspective that when you do things the way you want to there are consequences and there are flaws and and weaknesses and shortcomings that Mm. you do need to fix right and i think um if you come from a place where like free flowing and like you just kind of do as it as it feels and comes to you, I think it lacks stru- structure, right? And there are cons and flaws that come with that aspect, uh, mm-hmm. perspective, right? So from that flawed perspective of that, like that, of course there's pros, right? Of course there's good things about it, but if it comes from a flawed state and you are manifesting like other like ideologies based on that you know that that personality or core values then it's hard to then you want to like try to fix that you want to help them like see that Mm. right coming back to this argument though like um i agree like we should all be working on our weaknesses and strengthening that there is a strength and weakness to being an organized person versus a not organized person. And, but I think it just comes back to kind of like what we were, t- the original subject, right? Where you're saying like, you want to convince them that like about your belief system. But in this case, it's more of a both of you seeing the other person's, um, you know, the positive sides of the different, the differences and like coming together more of a thing than like, oh, I need to convince you that my way is better. Right. Because I think what you originally were um, sourcing this from is that you want to convince someone of your belief. I mean, you do want to convince them of your belief. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, no, how can you no. not? No, right, because... So, I think, James, I think... I, I do agree that there's, like, pros and cons to... Yeah, you're you're more, like, a flowy person. But then also when you need to get organized, it's kind of a, it comes off as a flaw because you might not have those like procedures to do that. Mm -hmm. Which is a perception. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But I think it's, it's with everyone. Everyone has a, I think everyone has a piece of the pie. Like same thing with me, same thing with you, Lychee, same thing with like other people, same thing with Tom, you know, Tom out there, he has his flaws too, you know? (laughs) Like I'm just no, saying. Talking about does. I'm just kidding. Pops every, our fourth guest today. Every everybody <laughs> everybody has a strength where they do really well in, and they have that yeah. perspective. But then yeah. they lack their weakness is their lack of a perspective. So they only have a slice of the pie, mm-hmm. and that's 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 the thing. Like you only have a slice of the pie, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like uh, what you guys were talking about core values, and. It's like a difference in core values sometimes, you know, like you only have that certain perspective. Okay, but what if I got a bigger pie? Than- <laughs> but you don't have the whole pizza, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. This comes back to perception, though. You perceive you have a bigger part of the pie. But well, is I was that kidding. I was completely. I don't think I have a bigger piece of pie. <laughs> I don't believe I don't so. I don't, I don't believe you got a bigger piece. I believe... 
I don't know. I think it's not. It might not be equal pieces on how you develop yourself. I think you get a bigger piece of the pie if you develop yourself like really well. But mm-hmm. I don't think you're gonna ever get the whole pie, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's just you're you're gonna need I, to yeah. do every strength. Like everybody's yeah, yeah. like, you need to be like, you need to be just like awakened in the mind. Maybe in the future, and in the future where all our consciousness is connected. Then we'll have the whole piece of the pie, right? Whole piece of the pie. That'd be cool. Yeah. I think from how I see James, he wants the other person to see his part of the pie. So he's mm. passionate about proving that is what it comes I down see. to. Mm. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Because if they saw my piece of pie, they know I'm right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, let me let me tell you guys about my piece of the pie, right? Okay, okay. Since you guys had a good, uh, you guys had your uh, share of the pie. So, <laughs> my memory with this one is actually kind of similar. It's like it it's with perspective and things like that, but it's more with uh, the past girls I dated. Let's just say her name is Tom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, you dated our Tom's? Bro. Yeah, let's just say, you know, let's just say yeah, her, her name, name was Tom. Tom is a name. I was dating her. I was dating this person. And I, I think my ideals is to sort of treat everyone. You know that, that phrase where you say like, oh, treat everyone how you want it to be treated, right? Yeah. So yeah. I kind of take that to extreme. Where in the sense that I, I, I'm very, I guess, um, I treat everyone how I want to be treated, you know, but that comes with some, you know, territory in the sense that when I would be dating certain girls, they would come up to me and give me this criticism where they, they would tell me, and this is like, uh, similar to their words, right? Where they'll tell me like, Hey, um, I'm not, I don't feel special enough. Like, you're nice to everybody. Yeah. So, like, that's not really being nice to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. they're saying they don't feel a difference in, I guess, in the relationship. Because I'm just treating them as, like, how I treat my other friends. But my, at, at the time, my perspective was, my perspective was, if I'm treating you well, why does it matter if I'm treating another person well? Because I, I, I didn't get it. I didn't get, or like in the end, aren't you being treated well? So, but in reality, it's more about like just how they feel, right? Mm-hmm. In a sense that if they are having these, these feelings of like being treated, you know, unequal or whatever, and it's not really like I could tell them like all the time, like, or like all the things I've done for them or all the things that, you know, I've said to them, all the, you know, all the things that has happened in reality, but it doesn't really matter because it doesn't really change how they feel. So in a sense that I feel like I need to just kind of like differentiate my relationships because the ideal of, you know, treating everybody equally could come back in in the sense that 
in reality, it's 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 detrimental to certain relationships, right? So that's how I felt at the time. And going back to that, I felt like I approached it pretty well in the sense that I made changes and I've changed like how I dealt with like, you know, romantic relationships in a sense that with like platonic relationships, I, I felt like I, I, I had a, like a difference in relationships, but now I guess it's more of a big difference. How, would you guys ever get yourself into this or is, is this just a me thing? Me and I Tom think thing. it's a you thing. <laughs> me and Tom thing. He said, you're the problem. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> See my perspective on... No, I'm just kidding. Um, I think... I mean, I understand where they're coming from because, like... I think it's not a matter of, like, how they feel. It's a matter of you should treat your significant other special. Um, cause mm. I, I don't know. I feel like it's impossible for you to, like, let's say you have like energy of 100, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're just equally distributing all your energy to all your social group, including your girlfriend, I feel like then your girlfriend is going to feel like she's not getting enough. I feel like mm-hmm. it, your girlfriend, I feel like your significant other, I feel like should receive a little bit more than your friends, I think. Like showing that they're a priority. Yeah, they're a priority. I think um Just like Tom, James. Just like Tom, yeah. It's like I think you know, like I think even if you don't feel that way, it's a matter of expressing it that way, right? I think um I feel like some people may not feel that way and they express it really well like that, right? And that's why this that's wrong too, but I think uh, maybe in your mind, you're like, this person is really special to me, right? But then, um, you're right in a sense that, like, they should feel that they feel special, but I think, do, you should, like, it's the, it's not, I feel like your action shouldn't be like, oh, it's because they should, I want them to feel that way. I think it's more like, I hope you feel that you want to do that for that person. You know like what I mean? Like, the message gets conveyed. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I think, I hope you want to do, like, you want to express that, like, like this person is like really special to me, and I want to show extra like care and and attention and intimacy to this person over my friends. I think, right? I feel like, I think it makes like you don't have to abandon your friends or anything like that. But like you know, like I think showing a little bit more than your friends, I think it makes sense. But I think it's not like that. It's like I treat. Yeah, is it like you treated everyone, I need more context, like everyone truly you just treat equally. Like if you're in a setting with all your friends and her, you just treated her like a friend. Like a home. No, it's, just it's not home. like that. I think it was more of a, hey, I feel like, okay, this is how I feel like. If I, I felt like if I didn't do certain things for my friends, um, that, and I treated her the same way, she would, she might, she might have felt like, a little better if that makes sense you know what i'm saying it's just like but she's being treated in both realities she's being treated both equally you know what i'm talking about do you have a more specific example yeah like one thing she brought up like that proved to her 
like, hey, this is why I see that you're not treating me differently than other people. It was more general. It was more of a general example. So I don't. But what about you, Lechi? How do you feel about the topic? Like, how do you feel? Yeah, I, I think uh, maybe with more context, I would have more of a, a solidified opinion. But I think in a more macro sense, it kind of seems like and you did mention, it seems like maybe there are ways that you expressed that you care about her in this one-on-one and sort of relationship way, but she didn't see it that way. And maybe that was also part of it. And things to you that proved, hey, I this is me caring for you. And this is me romantically interested in you. She didn't see those gestures. And uh, maybe it was more of her missing those gestures that you could see on your end. And then thinking about your viewing your relationship with your friends and being like, hey, I don't really see a difference in, in your care for them and me. And it seems to be the same. And so maybe that was more of the upset. And then maybe almost also more of a maybe just like thought process differently, uh, a different thought process. For you, you're like, I wouldn't mind if you treat your friends the way you want to be treated, just like you treat me. But for her, she wants to be special. And so Mm. it could also just be different thought processes going on, on how you express your love languages, basically. Mm. Okay, so for... This is kind of like, I guess it's, it's kind of, uh, like a differences perspective in like what's ideal and what's like reality, right? So I feel like it's like that. What's your ideal of how to treat your SO and your friends in your life? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Like what, what works versus like what I think it's like ideal, right? So what, what, James, what would be ideal for you or, or what was? I mean, my idea was pretty much treating everybody like, treating everybody like client kindly. I I felt like that's fine. Like you're gonna make out with your friends a bit. No, it's not like <laughs> that. It wasn't like I'm trying to make out with Tom. Well, you gotta butter like, her up to make out. <laughs> I wasn't trying to, you know, it's like replace Tom. You know, I was trying to just treat everybody how I wanted to be treated. You know, I I took that ideal, I guess, to the extreme. But don't that. you expect your significant other to mm. prioritize you over their friends? Like, have you wouldn't some mind if she priority? just treated you equally. But it's not, to it's not like I didn't prioritize. I, it's not like I didn't prioritize them. You know, I, I'm not saying I didn't. It's just that that's how she felt. Like, oh, ah, then she's the but, problem. <laughs> <laughs> James, <laughs> stop no, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> James, whose side is are, are you on? I don't know. I mean, okay, I feel like, okay, I think if you can objectively say that you definitely prioritize her. But how objective Over your friends and, uh, like, and all the people can vouch for you. Oh, yeah, let's see. Your friends can vouch for you and her friends can vouch for you. Sure, maybe. Then I feel like she's a problem. She just... You guys is um. But was that the case? Like the the need match level is not you know like not met you know like it's not it doesn't match well. I see. I feel like it was, was it? the case because I the way I hang out with my SO is um. It's we we hang out a lot. It's yeah. not like I don't I don't hang out a lot with my like you know uh like significant other you know. Okay. I mean, I, I do think seeing you romantically now, I do feel like you prioritize your SO, but has that changed from what you were doing then? 
Um, I told you I differentiate little things to see if it matters. So I try mm-hmm. to like differentiate little things in a sense. I guess I you send I, the morning text to all your SOs now. <laughs> all my toms, all my toms, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> or is it a Chat GPT? I'm just kidding. Chat yeah, I, I just ask Chat GTP to uh, what's a good uh, morning text to all my, you know. <laughs> SOs. But 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 are you different now in like I guess like is there something that you permanently do differently now in your relationships that you weren't doing back then? Or do you think maybe in this case it was more of her not seeing your gestures? I think um, I think I show more like maybe physical affection and I show more like I, I try to be more expressive now on my emotions towards them if that makes sense so they kind of know like i try to give them the whole you know five well how many love languages are i try to give them all of them you know what i'm saying (laughs) i try to give them all of them you know but try to give them all of them that's fair it sounds like you're trying to um, compromise and kind of like try to show them in a love language you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out what their love language is and trying to you know connect with them on that level and you know giving to their love language so maybe that was a little bit part of it too where you didn't realize this was a big love language for her and whatever other many things like uh reasons why this could have happened but you try to express yourself more so they know and yeah. that your message gets across in that way yeah but what do you guys think of this idea of reality versus um idealism in the sense that james would you be in a relationship say like do you have core values where you are like it's kind of a red flag right do you have like certain core values where it's like oh that's that's not gonna slide with me do you have certain things like that what is your deal breaker red flags morally besides i guess the obvious like extremes do you have anything like that? I don't have anything. I'm willing to date anyone. <laughs> oh, really? Really? anyone. Everywhere. Okay, Lachi, what about you? Do you have core values that kind of like are deal breakers? I, I think this is something because I have like no dating experience that I will definitely reevaluate when I'm dating. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of really specific moral values that mm-hmm. if I find that me and my partner don't align, I'm not sure whether or not I could handle being their partner long term. And it, it does depend on the nuance, of course. But I do think my moral values are like a core part of me and my integrity. And mm. and being a in like my in, integrity is very important to me as a person. So if I from my perception see that they're not being that sort of a person at this kind of like seeing from my point of view, I do think that it is something that I would need to f- learn more from them about. But honestly, like, I feel like if it got to a point where I just morally disagreed, I don't think that's a, that's just a deal breaker then. So you would never like take on someone else's like values or is it? They I have could, to- but it, I could, I could, I'm, and I'm open to it definitely more now than I was like, you know, two, three, four or five years ago. Um, but I think it'll take dating for me to find that answer. And once again, kind of going back, is like just a bunch of deliberation because 
I feel like for a lot of people, your moral values are like part of your identity. Mm-hmm. And of course, you do have identity shifts over time. And that mm-hmm. um, uh, includes concepts and all that. But I think it's very nuanced and it really depends what we're talking about. So what do you think if like, uh, like a person takes on someone else's core values and they are happy with the relationship, but they, 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 they're more of just kind of saying, Oh yeah, I, I could give this up. I could give that up. That's Mm -hmm. fine. Uh, I don't have to trigger this person this way, or I I don't have to, you know, do certain things. I don't have to have that, but at the end they're happy. Right. I, that, that's definitely something I deliberate a lot because personally, that's not how I function. And so seeing that I, my, I ideally, and coming back to like idealism, I would like a relationship where yet yeah, is, especially if we're extremely different, which can be fun in its own way where you learn more about yourself and them and what you possibly could shift your perspective on. But I would want a relationship to be full of compromise on both sides where you're growing and understanding each other to a level where you can both equally compromise on so like, your values if there are drastic like a, differences like a 50 50 you want a 50 50 yeah 50 50 and especially in situations where your so or the person you're meeting is like an opposite of you where it's just like so many things are so different um coming to a point of of understanding each other and some sort of resolution that's and compromise from both sides as equally as as possible if you both are like pretty you know if you feel that you both are pretty morally upstanding and you know similar in in genuine people then you would hope that you could get to a point of understanding each other and and expanding both your worlds whereas if there's someone who compromises a lot of what is their core values and they don't want to like rock the boat and kind of more conform to the other person's beliefs i that's just not my personal view on how i would want a relationship i don't know like what's the right way or what's the wrong way but this is definitely a, a difference of opinion I here see. but yeah what i don't are, know what, james do you have any thoughts yeah, or james do you but, but wouldn't you say because you said you're pretty strong on your core mm-hmm. values right mm-hmm. so if you meet another because you say you don't want to meet a guy that's just like willing to just kind of accept other people's view very easily or like or not that way but like you don't want someone that's like wishy-washy or like you know with their own core values but if you meet another person that's like really strong about their core values and you are very strong at your core values, mm-hmm. wouldn't that be unmatching because you, mm-hmm. you're you both just butting each other? Whereas like, yeah. I feel like if a person that's like very strong like about one their values and I think another person that's a little more relaxed and loose with their values, I think it's easier to make compromises then because one person is willing to make the sacrifices. And I think... That's how it is in relationship. So it's not 50-50 what you're saying. I don't think I don't think it's ever 50-50 in any relationship. Um, I think only way it can be 50-50 in a relationship is if two people are both very like both really willing to accept others point of view mm-hmm. and they always accept each other's point of view. And I think that's the only way you can be kind of 50-50. But two people who are strong head, I think it's hard for them to be 50-50 because they both want to instill each other's core value right so i think it has to be more like one person has to make the sacrifice and be more accepting 
Well, but I do have a question for someone that accepts anyone's core value and for those to be a more, you know, obviously there's less of this drastic difference in argumentative and maybe deal breaker kind of inducing mm-hmm. styles. Mm-hmm. What I guess it's, it's a spectrum, of course, but like then to me, I kind of ask a question like, what are your core values that you're willing to just change them for another person? Because for me, some of my core values are like a part of me and my belief system as a human being ethically, morally, and for someone to be as kind of like bring what you said, wishy-washy to me, that kind of indicates that maybe they don't know their own self identity and core values. Mm -hmm. And if anything, in, I mean, there are spectrums, but if anything, someone with strong, I way more appreciate someone who has very strong core values because then I already know who they are and what they stand for. And of course there's room for change on both ends, but to me, Knowing someone with weaker core values makes me wonder if we're on the same page ethically as people and what, how much of their selves and their ethics are they willing to sacrifice for other people? And I don't want to do that in certain scenarios for my ethics. But the, okay, but the thing is, if you want to meet someone that's like really strong at their core, then I feel like, um, are you willing to make this, like compromises that he mm-hmm. says, like, I believe this and you believe this? That would be and interesting. We can have our so class. what are you gonna yeah yeah I would I would honestly prefer to clash about it and fight it out and not not in a way where it's like here's why you're wrong but like uh, what if you guys never find a conclusion then you know maybe it's not meant to be <laughs> see that's what I mean so 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 but what if you but if you met someone that's like more willing to make the sacrifice mm-hmm. you guys do reach a conclusion so maybe it is meant to be I, then. I think it's a balance because, and of course it depends definitely, but I think it comes down to the one where it's like, maybe it's not meant to be, that would be more of like, I think, I think this ethically and this person doesn't really care. Like, okay, let's use this super obvious one that everyone, you know, or most people, hopefully like to me, cheating is just like messed up to do to your partner. And what, this is very extreme, but what if they believe like, no cheating, you know, like what is cheating conceptually as human beings, uh, feelings are fluid and we can like multiple people at once. If it like, if it comes down to that, then for me, that's not meant to be. Cause it's like, Hey, I just can't, I just can't coexist with someone who emotionally, you know, doesn't understand what, what, how I feel about this situation. And then it, I guess it kind of just, um, broaches more boundaries. Like, Hey, that's a boundary for me. That's a no, no for you. That's a yes. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, you know, parting the ways would be the healthiest solution, Mm -hmm. but that's very extreme. So I guess, I don't know if you guys have any like kind of more, I guess, like less controversial examples, maybe. I think, I think, okay. Um, I'm going to answer that too, but I think the Mm -hmm. key thing I'm trying to point out is this. I think, People seek for a certain aspect of a person, like a, like a quality from another person in a relationship, right? But I think what a lot of people don't realize with that, if you have that kind of perspective or personality or core belief comes with another perspective that just comes along with it as a package together, you know, like that's what, that's the point I'm trying to make is like, like it, I comes think with territory. Try, it comes with territory. Yeah. It, I think that's, that's, I think people forget and be blindsided because like, I only want this and they don't mm-hmm. realize that comes with like a lot of different things mm-hmm. that may clash. You know, I think, um, you do have to be aware of that. Um, mm-hmm. a more, a more specific, uh, specific example, um, could be like, a, like something like a parenting, you know, and something mm-hmm. I think like a parenting like is a good example sense? because you're already so deep into the relationship. You already have a child. Or something like that, right? You know, like mm-hmm. that you could clash, right? You like you believe like you should be like very stern with your child, 
and then the other parent oh. believes like you should be very like no 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 just let them be like let them grow let the child be let them grow up right and let's say you guys are both very strong in your belief like i i stand by my core values so much i stand by it i'm a like i don't i am i'm strong but i'm not gonna let another person change my core perspective and then you believe that way too right then you guys gonna have so much clash mm. on your parenting styles. That's right? when divorce happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I see, I see what you're saying. In that concept, though, for that specifically, those, those are. I mean, I, I do see your point, but then also for me, it's like I guess I, I would have much more to say after being in relationships, having experiences, and once I've brought in my mindset, then I'm sure I'd be a little more closer to your side of the spectrum <laughs> since you guys have been in relationships and had to make compromises. Mm-hmm. Um, but this also a good reminder for me. It's like, these are things and definitely I would want to know for these really sensitive topics. What is their point of view on it? Like for me personally, I'm pro gentle parenting. I'm anti spanking, all et cetera, et cetera. And if I met a guy where he's like, no, I do the stern approach. I'm going to spank a child and give them timeouts. Then we're going to talk about it. And if they're not going to budge on that, I, that to me feels like a deal breaker because I wouldn't want to inflict that sort of pain on my child. From my perspective, sure, they have a different one, but it's just, yeah. Okay, but then what about the scenario where the guy is kind of a, like, he will be able, he has that perspective. He has those ethics of, yeah, I want to be more harsh on my child, but he is willing to compromise. I, w- he, he's I would willing, ask why. He is willing to oh, compromise. He's, really he's, like, he's, like, he's like, oh, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I see where you're coming from. And he I, takes I on those that. values, you know? So yeah, that's what and, I'm and saying. I, <laughs> So that, exactly. So you do want a person that's like more strong, less strong-willed. Less strong-willed because he's not, exactly. he's not firm on his ground. He's yeah. he's willing to back up. He's willing. Yeah, to he's willing to listen back to up. You. Exactly. See. Yeah, I think I think it it depends on the value itself and where you originally stood in your yeah. opinions. I, because mm-hmm. I think what you're trying to say is definitely okay. No one wants want someone. No one wants someone that's like. I don't want a yes just, man. Just like yeah. yeah, no one wants a yes man, of course. But I think like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think maybe okay, but like everybody this. wants like this, this like perfect. Well, perfect. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm saying. It comes with a perspective. Like, it comes with okay. The maybe then I'm the seventy you know? and they're the thirty. Maybe yeah, I am. Like, it comes the with the perspective. Like everybody wants like a guy that's like oh, like he's rich, yeah. he's smart, and he's nice, and he's like like nobody can have every single good yeah. qualities. Like it's like which certain yeah, good quality was- comes with a certain negative quality that comes with it you know like a person that's, that's very like true a and i do more. believe humans are on a spectrum of good to evil and we all have evil tendencies and good tendencies and it is like a balancing act and i i know exactly. i've had very negative thoughts that i'm like oh i wouldn't like that if someone else thought this way so yeah. honestly so go date i go yeah. date and find <laughs> this is becoming a, a dating <laughs> council now. honestly like i i i go through the same thing because i'm i'm very strong will too i feel like all of us are very strong like uh core values yeah but strongly I usually, opinionated too yeah i i'm very opinionated and i usually date uh, like girls, most of the girls I date are like less opinionated and they're willing to take on to like my mm. values. Mm. So, and it works mm. out because we're not clashing the whole time and they, they yeah. actually enjoy like kind of like hearing my values out. They don't take everything I say. They don't say like, it's like, I'm not like a Bible or anything, but they yeah. do kind of compare values and whatever value they like the most, they, they take on. So it, it's it's kind of a I think it's, it's a like a it's a good compatibility. 
because yeah. you're not mm-hmm. fighting all the time. You're not wasting your time fighting. You're, you're wasting Unless your Unless you like that sort of relationship. <laughs> I guess so. And, and I think it's really, like, it's very, mm-hmm. very, very rare for you to be someone, like, you guys are both strong-willed and you guys just see eye to eye to eye to eye. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's, 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 like, that's really good. That's kind of tough. That's really good, but that's really tough because, like... What I'm hearing is I should just date another ENFP. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm telling you I right now. That. That might, I'm an ENFP, and I'm just like, I don't see how to have everything with you. Damn. All right, is there any so, Tom ENFPs out there? Yeah, Get Tom ENFPs out there. Yeah, Looking yeah. for an ENFP male that is um, willing to take on an ENFP female. Into gentle parenting. <laughs> gentle parenting. Yes. Anyone with gentle parenting. But I will say, I, I, it, that does remind me of my Tom, because my Tom is different from me where... They listen, they, they will listen, they will hear you out on all your beliefs first. Mm. And they're more kind of not neutral, but they consider everything a lot. Mm. And it, they come from less of a point of, no, you're wrong. Here's how it is. And more of a, why do you think that? Mm. Um, and so, and we do understand each other very well and they do hear me out very well. So I, I do, um, and thinking of someone that I clash with a lot, we do argue a lot and, I don't know if we end up seeing eye to eye, but I think there are pros and cons to both. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you should clash with other people to expand your knowledge and mm-hmm. grow as a person, I suppose. Um, but I suppose, know, Mr. Bigger Pie. You know, like he, I actually, I actually fall into the same trap where I have these. I'm hyper focused on these ideals and what I what I think I want. What I like. You know, these ideals where it's like, oh, this will make like the perfect relationship. This, this idea will make the perfect relationship. This, this kind of concept will do this for my relationship. But in reality, I'm so hyper focused on this like little idea. And yeah. I'm saying like in my head, oh, we're not meeting this idea. We're not meeting this idea. But in reality, I might be happy at the time. I might like really care for the person. I might like enjoy spending time with them, but I'm super hyper focused on this and it's ruining my perspective. So I think that I there's sometimes, see, I see that. there's sometimes where we have to kind of shy away from ideals. They're cool ideas and stuff, but sometimes you gotta just like be in the moment and see how mm. actually, how you actually feel. Like how, what is the reality of it? What is going on in, right now the moment right now are you happy yeah. are you or are you just fixated on this crazy yeah. or not crazy but like this perfectionism idea yeah perfectionism yeah. that's what it comes down to but that no, I, I definitely that is a good reminder because it, it pretty much is like my it's my perception and and even their words actions whatever that's my perception of the situation that doesn't necessarily mean that's exactly what's happening i could be like oh they from these things that they're saying i feel like they're like this and that's but this is once again from only from my knowledge and my point of view mm-hmm. but from a more objective point of view that's not what reality actually is so it's mm-hmm. kind of like j- coming two minds coming together and also opening and broadening your perspective to embrace other people. So I, I, I do think that's, um, I do see your points on that and that does make a lot of sense. And with people okay. who have had to do that, um, in relationships. So I see. Yeah. That's cool. You guys have any other. See, I just did perspective. <laughs> now we can <laughs> date guys. <laughs> the NFP males in my life. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you guys have any other uh, ideas or 
concepts you want to add on to this podcast? Oh, I have one question for you guys. Okay. What what kind of relationship do you net like what is like not ideal but like what do you think fits like after all we've talked about what fits best to you know your style? Um like what are you looking for for this? Like I just joked that I'm the 70/30. Like what what kind of relationship do you guys consider the like is the most considerable to you? Um, knowing what you know about yourself, but then also, you know, the pros and cons of people being different and or, you know, less confrontational, etc. I think for me, yeah, I there's patterns to certain people I date, definitely. And I, I'm probably similar to you. In a sense that, you know, I'm, I'm probably more 70, 30 in the sense that, yeah, I, I am very opinionated certain times and I do have like these core values and things like that. Again, I think honestly, if you go out there in the dating world, you'll just naturally attract who you attract because people yeah. that are looking for like people that are willing to like compromise, they're looking for these strong core values that they, they're attracted to. So mm-hmm. they're gonna, you're gonna attract them either way. So that's, that's mm-hmm. why I kind of look for nowadays, just a natural relationship. I, I just see if we just naturally kind of like flow. If there's nothing like forced, anything like that. And we just naturally kind of like get along and, you know, assess mm-hmm. problems, things like that. What about you, James? It's practicing the law of attraction. <laughs> what about you, James? um honestly i don't know at this point i james are you jaded i don't really know um i think i haven't i haven't gone i haven't dated in a while i think so i might just Mm -hmm. be like a little bit um because i I haven't really thought about it too much either because I think I've also had a lot of um, perspective changes in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, so once I find out, I'll let you guys know. Okay, so um, we're excited to be de- determined. To be determined. To be determined. EBD. Yeah. yeah, but you know, just shoot me some DMs on my, you know, my IG, and then you know, yes, maybe I'll find out. Yes, DM James. Any sings, ladies? <laughs> JT Music. <laughs> Dish music. <laughs> Check out his covers. <laughs> okay, anyway. cool. So it seems like we have uh, pretty much a lot of uh, our memories is pretty much like a difference of perspective, kind of. Perspective. Yeah, mm-hmm. with all of our Toms in our life. You yeah, know. all of our Toms in our life. We just need to see Tom's perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Everyone think about your Toms. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> just go out there, think of your Toms, take care of your Toms. You missing right? your Toms? You listen, go ask your Toms. Tom. Go ask their Tom. What's your perspective? Yeah. <laughs> but thank you, Lychee, for joining us on our yes. podcast. We yes, yes. Thank you guys for having me. Having this is so you. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well. we have socials. So we have the memory podcast. We have the memory club podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and Apple Music, YouTube. So if you want to support us, just subscribe, follow. That will help us out a lot. Again, uh, I'm Bit. 
And my name is James. And I'm Lychee. It's good meeting you guys. Peace. Peace. Bye. Our intro music was produced by Nightwave.